We'll do it live. Fuck it. You're listening to the Ranger Things podcast. Welcome to Ranger Things. We're recording on Monday, January 22nd, 2024. I'm Carlo Montagnino, and I'm joined by Brendan Lyons. Good evening. And Dave Pacheco. Dave? Sorry, man, you cut out a little bit, but all I gotta say is, (laughs) Guten Abend, mein Ranger fans. And special guest, friend of the show, and all-around guy, John Baruso. Hey, Ranger fans. What's going on? As always, you can visit rangerthingspodcast.com and subscribe for free to get access to content, newsletters, and more. You can also follow us on Mm. Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search Ranger Things Podcast. We'd love for you to be part of the show, so send an email to contact at rangerthingspodcast.com. You can also subscribe to the show using your favorite podcast service. And if you do, we'd appreciate your ratings and reviews. Let's get into it. Uh, I'm sure I dropped out at that point. Do you guys hear me now? Good. Yes, sir. Next week, <laughs> the game's coming up this week. We have Tuesday, the 23rd at San Jose. We're going to talk a lot about that game later. Friday, the 26th versus Vegas. Saturday, the 27th at Ottawa. And then the All-Star break. All right, fellas. Thank Jesus. Thank Jesus yeah, we have the all-star break. We, we, need we desperately break. need that break. <laughs> it's over anyway, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> sad That's boy it. Dave in full effect. We're still sad boy Dave. It's all <laughs> <Johnny>. it's <laughs> John, are you, are you sad about the Rangers right now? Hmm. John? Carlo. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> What? I am sad. Yeah? You ever sad about the Rangers? I am sad. I know, actually, I'm not sad about the Rangers. I think, um, look, we all knew it didn't matter until the All-Star game anyway, right? So, you know, it's been a really good start of the season, and I'm just feeling really optimistic still. I think there's a lot of things that could turn better. There are things that can go worse. But to think that we're still the top of the, you know, the Metropolitan Division this stage, I think, you know what? And there's no reason why we can't continue that momentum next, you know, in the second half of the season. So I'm feeling a little bit optimistic. I, I really, I like your optimism. And but he disagrees. I, no, <laughs> it's just like, like I said, you know, being a Mets fan. And speaking from experience, I've seen a lot of hot starts from that that baseball organization, and then they just completely fall off the face of the earth and blow like a twenty six game lead in the division and miss the playoffs. So you can't you cannot so, let you cannot let other other teams creep in to your Ranger fandom. You can't do it. You cannot let the you cannot yes. let the Mets creep creep in. <laughs> Do you know what my yeah, life you know, would be like if I let the Jets creep into my Ranger fandom? You, you would have died 20 years ago. My life would be a hellscape if I let the Jets <laughs> creep into other facets of it. 
<laughs> but I want I want you guys to take a step back again. So I was on this podcast before the season began, and I got to just say, you guys were all pessimistic going into that season. And I came out and I had a bold prediction. Remember, everybody, bold prediction. The Rangers are going to come out swinging, and they did. And not only did they play the great the first couple of games, but then they continued that that swing. So I think there's a lot of, you know, you know, this team has a lot of negative going into it, right? And I think it's really important to stay a little optimistic because there's a lot of things that are going right. And it, and they have a lot of ways that you continue building upon that, right? And obviously health is going to be a, a big part of that whole that whole thing. But I think we're in a lot better spot than a lot of the other teams in our division. And at this point, that's really what we should be focusing on. Yeah, you know, you're right. You did say that. And we'll put the link to that episode in the, in the description. But and yeah, I mean, how much is this? How much is this from him like kicking our asses in the fucking fantasy league, though? <laughs> that he's fucking able to spout off like he's fucking Barry Melrose. No, or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you look at his team, it he had the shittiest. He still does have the shittiest team on paper. It's just Vincent Trocheck is carrying his team, fuck the whole way. So let me let me what? set let me set a little bit of the table here. So John, if you haven't heard um, that episode, John joined us before the season started, and the four of us did a fantasy league where you could only select New York Rangers. You select one line. So that's three forwards, two defensemen, and a and a bench player. And John is uh, not far and away, but he's pretty far away. The first place player. He's got thirty eight and a half points. Uh, then me, second place, 33 and a half. Then Brendan with 23 and Dave with 15. So Dave's just in the basement. I mean, but Dave, I, I look at your team and it's just ass. Well, Kako's well, out. And, and I've, you know, I've been so dejected. I just realized that Kako was still on the IR for me. So the last two or three games that he played is just, you know, didn't do anything. He was, he's the only right winger I have. Yeah. Well. <laughs> But yeah, John, you were right. You you did say they would come out swinging. I don't know if we were pessimistic. I think we were cautiously optimistic. Well, we I think saw... we were realistic. We were yeah. being well, realistic I, I... at the time. Our expectations. Yeah. Well, you're being realistic. We're realistic. But you were you were basing a lot of that off of the preseason games, right? And and previous season. So I think there is a lot of you know kind of. You guys were a little bit concerned about how the season was going to begin. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, I think we talked a lot about their road game in the beginning. We said that it was really important for them to get on the road, get out of their heads, get out of MSG. Right. And we're kind of seeing now the road game being a little bit of a, a little bit harder for them. Right. I mean, they came out the other day with a big win, but, you know, the, this road game against Vegas was tough. There's a couple other really tough games. So I think, there could be some benefit of them coming home again that could help change the momentum yeah. again. John definitely has the previous show's notes ready right in front of him right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad somebody does. <laughs> yes, well, let's put it this way. I have one thing to remember. You guys have how many podcasts, so. I don't know. But I, I think a lot of our, and we could say pessimist, pessimism or realism or whatever you want to call it, I think that stemmed more from expecting the divi the division to be way better. We all had the Devils in a top three spot. We all had Carolina. Well, Carolina's now kind of in there. Um, we all had the Islanders in a better spot. So the Rangers, yeah. one, had that really strong 
opening and then also everyone else fell off a cliff for two weeks two months um we've definitely regressed to the mean yeah i think we like you said carlo we all nobody nobody thought that the devils were going to have the year that they're having we all thought that they were going to have a much stronger year and it's just this is what the injuries could do to a team uh I we I don't think we know what's going to happen with Carolina yet. Now with I I I don't know what the kid's name is who was playing goal for them. Uh, but he's hurt. Go check Excuse out. me, and they're and they're back to Ranta as their starter. So you know their their season might be in the toilet. So you know. So do we still think the island? So Islanders obviously, if you haven't heard, hired uh, Patrick Waugh as their head coach huge yeah that's i think that's a huge story um do we think he turns it around for them i do i mean the door is open for to get into the playoffs it's not like the division is super tough i I, honestly i i think he has the kind of attitude and know-how i mean his tenure in in colorado wasn't the best and i know there was some you know some uh bench antics that he was involved in where he got tossed in games and stuff like that. Um, not sure about how the locker room he is in, as a locker room coach, but I think he might just be able to capitalize on it. It might just be enough, especially for this season, to push them into the playoffs, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it, you'd love to see it. I'd love to see them in the playoffs. The Rangers, Isles, first round, that'd be mm. great. I think they'll get a little bit of an uh, like a, a a new coach bump. Remember that they only have to play marginally better in front of Sorokin. Uh, you know, they only have to give Sorokin like slightly more offense, and their like their schedule, like their their record is going to look much better as a result of it because that's how good Sorokin is. Um, but then I think after a few weeks, they'll just regress back to whatever they were when they when 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 the Islanders are just not a serious contender from for me. But if you look at their roster, yeah, it's it. just not there. Yeah, I, I agree. I, just don't I mean, see it. I, I'm just taking like the rest of the division into account. It's like the Devils are not going. Maybe Pittsburgh makes a push. Probably not. Probably not. I think it's much more likely that that the Flyers just stay where they are. Yeah. Up in the top three. You know, I don't count out a late season, like, St. Louis Blues-style surge from New Jersey. Because mm. if they get Jack back, now Nico's back. I don't know. Is Jesper back yet? Seth, I is think Jesper so. Back yet? <laughs> you know, if they if Devil. they get these key players back, I don't think they're going to get Dougie back this year. No, no he's they not get done. enough of their yeah. If, you know, uh, my hold on. I'm just I'm getting word from my Devils correspondent that Jesper <laughs> Brat is in fact. Back today, <laughs> uh, 
He is also, you know, Jesper Bratt is uh, cleared to play. So, you know, if once they get used back, if 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 Luke Hughes could step up and be that number one defenseman, yeah, and they get decent or above play out of their goalie, and Jack Hughes comes back and can be the Jack Hughes that we know he can be. Don't be surprised if we see a late season surge out of New Jersey. New Jersey's not done yet. I, not I yet. got a question for for the three of y'all. What do you think the odds are that, in order to you know to put to push for the Devils for the for them to make a push for the playoffs, like a serious push, that they make a trade with Columbus for uh, Merz Lincolns? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's in division, but I don't think there's. I think they're in two different stratospheres, right? It's like the Devils mm. are on the rise. Columbus has to get rid of them at this point. There's no reason to keep them around. So Merce I don't Lincoln's know how many teams. Out, and I think Merce Lincoln's would be a good fit for New Jersey. Yeah, he would. Uh, but I, I don't know what his value is around the league. Like, he's an excellent goalie. He's yeah. just stuck behind a bad team. But that, you know what's his trade value, right? Like you might have some unknown quantity as your backup, or maybe you have someone in the farm system. You're willing to wait until next year to try. If you're the devils and you, you see a push that you can make a push or you're in the midst of a push. Yeah. I would be, I would pull the trigger, but I wouldn't try. You know, I wouldn't pull the trigger beforehand. There's hmm. a, there's another, there's another option there too, Dave. What if instead of, you know, what if instead of get, trying to get into the goalie market, which might cost them a little bit more than they want to spend, especially in season, trying to get a little bit bigger and a little bit more reliable on the blue line, and then just going with VTech. You know, I, I think VTech, I mean, last season, VTech proved that he can be the guy. And I think the Rangers had a couple of really great games in the first round of the playoffs that shook Ruff's confidence in VTech. And then he put in, you know, the thing that the Rangers just cannot, just cannot win against, and that's a rookie goalie. <laughs> um, but I think VTech is still the guy in New Jersey. He should still be the guy in New Jersey. Yeah. And I think Vegas last year proved that a guy like Vitek Vanacek can win you the cup. If Aiden mm -hmm. Hill can win you the cup, then Vitek Vanacek can win you the cup. It's about it's about the way you it's about it's about the way you play in front of a guy like Vitek Vanacek. Yeah. So I think it'd be a lot easier unless you're going to put together a, unless you're going to put together a package and bring in like Markstrom and get, maybe maybe Markstrom is looking for a, you know a second lease on life somewhere. To shake off the cobwebs that he's grown in in, in Calgary, hmm. uh, I think Merlinkins is a good fit. I just don't know if he's if if he's good enough. Is Merlinkins is is Merlinkins is is he that much better than Vitek that he'd be the guy to push them over the edge? Yeah, and it, it, goaltending goal is the yeah. main problem for the Devils, but I, I think you're right. It is defense that is yeah, I think defense the is the main problem for the Devils. Yeah. No, defense I, is the main so, problem for the Devils. So, goaltending is the main problem for Carolina. 
how much uh, now what like to to keep going with this train of thought like how much do you think the problem is lindy ruff lindy ruff is a fucking nightmare lindy ruff is a fucking nightmare <laughs> i you know as like as a rangers fan it's this is hysterical right because we had to live through lindy ruff we've had to live through awful coaches as a rangers fan it's hysterical as a hockey fan it's kind of tragic uh like mm. who's the like What's that one kid who he's been benching lately? Is it Holt or whatever? Who like score? He'll he'll come out. He'll have four or five amazing shifts, get an assist or score a goal or something like that. But then he'll ha- he'll make one like rookie mistake, and Ruff will be like, "That's it. You're done for the last ten minutes of the period." You know, go ride the bike in the in the in the locker room. Y- you know. Um, <laughs> Just because Ruff can't, like, he can't shake the fact that it's not, like, 1987 anymore, you know, and you just, you got to let kids play through these mistakes. That's the way it's, that's yeah. the way it happens now. You play through those mistakes. Uh, Ruff is a tragedy for Devils fans. Uh, I'm, uh, we are friends with a Devils fan on Twitter who posted something the other day where she was just like, I want to die. Uh, she's like, I'm gonna kill myself. I'm gonna go to the, I'm gonna go to the woods and I'm gonna kill myself. Jeez. Well, we all know what Brendan's been doing while during this Rangers <laughs> slump. He's been secretly becoming a Devils fan. Um, but I, John, yeah, John, do you have any thoughts of uh, about about like the Devils woes? I know it's it's kind of out of your forte. Uh, yeah, you know, I know. I'm not as, yeah, I'm not following it as much, but you know, I I've been thinking a lot about um, you know, just the East, you know, the Eastern Division, I guess, conference a little bit, you know, and you know, I think the Rangers got a lot, you know, they're they're kind of leading the, the division, but you know, but I'm looking at the overall league itself, I'm seeing a lot of West Coast, a Western Divi- mm-hmm. conference teams on the top of that list, and I just wonder, you know, is there is it leading to a lopsided? kind of East Coast, West Coast division, or am I just reading too much into that? It's always good. It kind of flip-flops. I think the West is overall weaker, but that their high-end talent... Well, I'll say this. You had Vegas and LA come out of the gates just like the Rangers did, and the three of those teams I just mentioned all fell off a bit in since December. They're really... The only West Coast teams that have held on are Winnipeg and Vancouver. Vancouver is the only team who has not really hit a worst match at all. I mean, they're, they're the two best teams in the league, hands down. Every yeah. night in and night out. Um, yeah. I mean, even Colorado is doing pretty well as well. I mean, they're, they're looking like a strong team. I mean, Colorado's a, a favorite for sure. I, but they, yeah. they, had, they, had a, they had like two weeks where they were a little bit shaky, which in a conference where you have, you know, two of the best teams in the league, that, 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 that'll set you back quite a bit. Cause like when I, when I think about it, right. Well, what we need to worry about at the moment is really just the Eastern conference. Right. And if you look at the top teams in the Eastern conference, like, you know, a Toronto that we thought was going to come out strong, they're, fl- they're flopping a little bit. Right. We, we talked about Jersey is flopping, you know, Washington's flopping Islanders probably don't have any kind of legs to them. Right, Colorado. I mean, uh, Carolina's not looking that great. You know, who are we really concerned about? It's Boston, Florida, and and Philly, right? So, which I I'm think not really just concerned about up, any of them, John. You're right. So, if you think about it, the rain. It, it, going back to my initial point earlier, 
the Rangers are a really strong position to kind of, you know, dominate the Eastern Conference, right? So that's what I'm focused on. It's the Metropolitan, then Eastern, and then forget about the, you know, the West. So I think the Rangers kind of have a lot of, a lot of, there's a lot of runway there, right? Mm-hmm. That they can continue to kind of build some momentum, right? We have three games coming up before the All-Star break with a, with a definite two, two games that they could possibly win, right? And, you know, and look, Vegas, there's some blood left in there. So, if we can if we can get these next three games, then we get ourselves a four game streak, right? So, yeah, I'm thinking a little bit more optimistically about where we're at compared to two even like a couple of days ago. So, so about yeah, your this... West Coast point, go ahead. Go, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Wait, so, so speaking to your West Coast point, right? Edmonton looks well, Edmonton doesn't look great, but McDavid and Drysaddle look phenomenal, and they finally have a defense that's starting to click. And now they're bringing in Corey Perry. Do we think Edmonton takes a serious step to be like the top of their division, the top of their conference here? Can can no. are they for real? I think maybe, but I think the Corey Perry curse is going to get them in 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 the playoffs. It's going to be their downfall. What's the I, the Corey I think, Perry? <laughs> I feel like every team think... that he's been going to lately in the past few years. Has he's like, all right, I'm gonna go to a contender, and then they fucking they shit the bed. Yeah, or is I that mean, just me? I don't know. No, no, you're. I mean, you're not wrong. No, I mean, there's something there. There's definitely something there. I think that the Oilers have the potential to like the Oilers are not. They're gonna go to the. They're gonna make the playoffs. The Oilers are not a bad team, but the Oilers are just not good enough. Uh, Vancouver is just too good. Yeah, they're just too good. Uh, I don't like. Even with what we saw Boston do last year, Vancouver looks better somehow than Boston did last v- year. Vancouver even, looks awesome. Uh, yeah. and I, you know, even though they won't break the records that Boston did last year, they they somehow they look better. Uh, I just don't see how anybody beats them in the West. Uh, yeah, if I were a Vancouver fan, I'd be really excited about this team. I'd be really, really excited. If there were ever a year that they had a shot, this it would be year. this year. Because uh, even the other you know, top teams, just, like Edmonton. It's a lesson learned. It's a lesson learned, you know, uh, to all of you Facebook and X Ranger fans. This is why you don't give up on kids that haven't fully developed yet because they grow up to be JT Miller. Yeah. And the other, the other side of that is, you know, you have a homegrown defense that sucked last year. They were bad. All of a sudden they come into their own bodies and now arguably one of the best defenses in the league. It's so confusing. It's just patience. They it's just patience. They didn't which add Vancouver anything. has never had before in the history of hockey. Yeah. They've never had patience before. They did hmm. nothing from last year coming into this year. We all yeah, just exactly. assumed they'd be bad again. And I think the only piece they added was during this season, and they brought in Zadarov. Yeah. And that was but just an arms nothing. race move anyway. They did nothing coming. Yeah, that was a deadline move that happened early. Yeah. They did nothing coming into this season. I just 
Well, you know, uh, Quinn Hughes is a fucking stud. Uh, yeah, this guy's yeah. He's a fucking stud. Anyone who doubts this guy is a fucking idiot. He's uh, JT Miller's a fucking stud. I mean, Brock Besser is lights out. I'd be getting Bo Horvat was the best thing that that team ever fucking did. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying that. I, Elias, Elias Pettersson's amazing. I can't believe I'm saying that because Bo Horvat's a really good hockey player. He's a really, really good hockey player. But he just didn't work for that team at all. Yeah. He just did not work yeah. for that team at all. Um, but man, oh man, what a difference a year makes for the Vancouver Canucks. But, so back to Corey Perry a little bit. I mean, my, 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 you know, the whole Chicago thing happened. Basically, he, I guess he got drunk or he was too much of a drunk and something got out of hand at a party. He's now in like the, you know, he's seeing some counseling or something. Um, does that, does he lose his edge? Does he go to Edmonton and just become a complete waste of space because he's not drinking anymore? <laughs> you, what you else think are you like do you going to do in Edmonton? If... What do you do in Edmonton? Is is it like Babe Ruth when uh, uh, Babe Ruth stopped drinking and like you know he wasn't hitting bombs anymore? Well, I don't want to insinuate that Corey Perry was playing drunk, but no, yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying it's like the makeup of his personality, maybe. But you know, and obviously it's it was a detriment, and he I'm glad he's seeking help. But we're not trying to make light of. Uh, his addiction or affliction or whatever in, in any way. But, you know, there, there is a fine line between brilliance and madness. <laughs> okay. That's good. All right. Let, let's move back east. Let's move back east. Yeah, please. Um, let's be done talking about Corey Perry. Let's talk about the Rangers <laughs> a bit. Um, we have some good news for the Rangers. Vincent Trocek is now an all-star. Who would Roach. have ever? Who would have ever thought Vincent Trocheck would be an NHL All Star? Brendan, I mean, you're muted. He 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 had flashes. He definitely had flashes of, of of brilliance, and I think maybe, you know, what is he? Twenty eight right now. May like maybe it's him coming into his own, him hitting his stride in his prime. You Vinny know, maybe Parm. that's it. Vincenzo Parmigiana. I mean, he's right. the best he's, ranger he's, for the past two months, hands right. down. Right, and it's the, it's the Italian-American mecca of the world is New York City, and, you know, maybe he's mm-hmm. just like, that's it. He, he's he's realized, and it's just like, This guy Whoa. is running on nothing but fucking meatballs and limoncello. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows not to go get Italian food down in Little Italy, because that's not where you're going to find the best no, Italian food. he's that's got a, fucking... He's got he's got Nona in the kitchen, bro, pumping out fucking sandwiches. <laughs> he's he's one of these. Why would I go to a restaurant? My mom makes it for me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so congrats to to, to the Roach. I, I he scored the other night, and my kids are watching a game with me, and I go Roach, and I'm screaming it, and the girls are like, they start screaming Roach too. They're like, who's Roach? I'm like, that's Vinny Trocheck. Why'd you say Roach? I mean, that's his nickname. That's his official nickname that everyone calls him. So his daddy said so. His daddy said so. so. Carl, I got, I got, I got a trivia question for you. Who was the last New York Rangers coach 
to coach an all-star all-star team as a ranger coach this was like, the fucking catalog trivia question. question like two two three weeks ago hold on um no it was like three games ago <laughs> yeah time is a flat it's, circle um what are you <laughs> fucking joe micheletti john <laughs> you know what funny enough i have no idea who it was because i didn't remember torts so if anyone torts was it torts, torts? yeah yep <laughs> and it was from a from a game, guys. Come on, I'm not that good. <laughs> <laughs> he only did enough research to rub in our faces how he was right. Islander um, fans are so mad about the All Star game. They're so upset right now. First of all, a Rangers coach is is coaching. Second of all, additions have been made, and it's a Ranger going and not an Islander. They're all over. They're all over Twitter. Oh, look who's fucking Dobson. Why isn't it Dobson? Fuck you, bro. Fuck the Islanders. Nobody cares about the Islanders. Nobody's ever. Stop trying to make the Islanders a thing. No one's ever going to care about the Islanders. Well, there. Which who was the Islander player that made it? One had to have. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't but know. they wanted Noah Dobson to be like the the yeah. fan vote. There's like yeah. four and Islander just, and fans. They're, they're, throw, they're throwing around, they're throwing around anti-Italian slurs on the internet. Half a Long not Island my, is Italian. Not, not on my watch. Not on my watch, friends. Not on my watch. I will, I will not stand for it. Thank you. Someone has to stand up for I Italian Americans. Stand for it across the land. We've, we've been ridiculed been for too long. I'll tell you, I, I did a deep dive one day. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. The lar- the biggest lynching in American history. Italian Americans down in uh, Louisiana. Did you know that? Yeah, easy. So, yo, I, I think if the key to Vinny Trocheck's it's a modern day lynching is <laughs> is his grandma's cooking. When is he going to invite some of the other Ranger players that are in a slump over for Sunday dinner? Every, every time, every time the team's in Pittsburgh, Nona Trocheck is slinging cutlets. Hey, Danny, and you know Danny, they're fucking paper thin. Yeah. <laughs> they all open their you, mouths, and she's throwing fucking meatballs in their mouth. You, you know those cutlets are paper thin. Oh, and it's like you know. Well, she gets them. She gets them sliced by the butcher. She's not a. She's no fucking slouch. Right. She gets them sliced it's by like, the butcher. Raise it thin. You. You can't even tell what's an eggplant palm and what's a chicken palm. That's how no. thin they are. That's like the, the the chicken is barely thicker than the breadcrumb. Yeah, it's on an atomic level. Yeah, that's yeah. You know, and Vinny's like, "Ma, the Rangers will pay for it. You can cut them a little thicker. We're not feeding eight kids on on like Daddy's budget." Yeah. No, no, this is how you make it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. more Rangers news. Kako, he's singing like all the. She's singing like all the Italian songs. La prima cosa Zucina Chad, come here. Get some uh, lasagna. Fucking Papa. Wow, this is a nice cutlet. Yeah. <laughs> Me, Mika, why you not cut your hair? This is gonna be this is gonna be this is gonna be an off season episode called Called dinner at dinner at grandma's house. Dinner. I love it. This will be an entire off season episode. Dinner at grandma's dinner, house. Dinner with Nona Roach. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of Capo Caco, he's been playing this past week. 
Um, and very well. Very, very well. Very well. How great was can it? I, can I jump in here goal? for a second, Carlo? Yeah, got, please, I, I've got, please. I've got, Always. I've, I've got bones. I've got a bone to pick. I've got a cockle-related bone to pick with uh-huh. with one Peter Laviolette. This is the first bone I have to pick with Peter Laviolette in the year of our Lord 2024. Why is it that every time that fucking trash, our trash top line is just in the, because let's, let's not make a mistake. Our top line is dog shit bad. 5v5. They're bad. It's, they're bad. They can't get anything done, but his first move every time is to take the only guy doing anything and drop him to the third line. Break up Kreider and Zibanejad. He finally did it. it. I give him credit. He finally did it. He finally he broke them up and he put he put Laf and Panarin up with Zibanejad. And for the first time in weeks, Zibanejad looked like a hockey player again. Except for when his battery died mid shift. Lafreniere <laughs> passed him the Lafreniere passed him the puck, and Zibanejad received the pass, and his legs just gave out. He just fell on the ice. I don't know. I'm not sure what happened, but I, said, uh, I think it's like the jury's in. You know, I love I love the bromance. Huge fan of it, but the jury's in. They don't work well together. Five v five, and and you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder, and hopefully, it makes the pucks hit yeah. the net and go in. And I just think like there's like there's so much, like. I see so much potential with like Kreider and Cooley on the same line, like Kreider, mm-hmm. Brodzinski, Cooley. You know, if if you were to move Cooley over to the right wing, uh, or move Kreider over to the right wing, yeah, I'd like uh, to see him on the off wing. You know, and and have him, you know, have Brodzinski send the two of them and fire and just fucking fire Wheeler into space. Just fucking John. What's that fucking space? What's that company that you fucking told me to invest in? Where SpaceX? they fucking yeah? No, not SpaceX. <laughs> yeah, no. Hey, brother, you should check out this company, SpaceX. Yeah, <laughs> yo, it's going places, man. Really, yeah. it's going to, to the moon. We gotta. We have to get Wheeler on the next fucking SpaceX flight. Elon, are you listening to this? Uh this guy's a fucking. Anyway, I don't, don't want to talk about him right now. But Kako needs to stay up on that top line. He needs to continue yeah. to get reps in the top six. He's the only like he's the only one, even when they're losing, who's playing sound defensive hockey, controlling possession. When he has the puck, I'm not worried about the other team score. And right. that's not the case for the rest of the team, including some of our premier defensemen. So, yeah. so what w- what would you see as as an ideal first line then? Keeping Kako up on the first line, who who is going to be his line mates? Kako Lafreniere Panarin. No, Kako. I would say I don't want to split up. Lafreniere. No, yeah, to, make yeah. Lafreniere play center. I, I don't want to split up. Uh, I don't want to split up Lafreniere and Panarin. I really, I think our top line should just be. Panarin, uh, Panarin, Trocheck, Lafreniere. I think at this point, Trocheck, yeah. uh, Trocheck is our number one center at this point. I mean, that's just yeah. our top line. You know, uh, 
And then our second line can be Kako, Zabanajad. I don't know. The thing with Trocek, I, I mean, my gut says he's not the first. He's not a 1C, obviously. But he can fucking score with anybody on the ice. It doesn't matter who's there. He uh-huh. just gets to the. He just gets to every spot he needs to be. Well, that's that's like, Panarin. You know, with Panarin, when you're on the ice with Panarin, you're gonna score. You know, and Panarin's such a fantastic facilitator, and 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 Lafreniere is such a fantastic facilitator that Trocheck is going to score goals with the, you know playing with the two of them. But you'll see. But my point, you'll see Trocheck. It's like a weird line change, or it's coming off of a, a PK or something like that. And Trocheck is out there with like Kreider and Mika, right? Like just coming out of the box, and he scores. Mm-hmm. How, how many times have you seen him and fucking I don't know one of these third line guys throws a puck on net, he gets to the greasy spot, scores a goal. Yeah, you know, Trocek just can to play shake with it anybody, up. just to shake it up. Just because we can right now, you know, it's the regular season. Who cares, right? We're in first place. I would, you know, I, I love what's, I love the, the what are they calling them? The, the French toast line of uh, Panarin, Trocek, and Lafreniere. But just for a game or two, swap Lafreniere and Kako. Put Lafreniere up on that top line with Mika and Kreider. We'll leave Kreider there. But let's put Lafreniere up on that line and let Lafreniere, like Lafreniere is, like he is at at his core, he's a he's a distribution hockey player. He's not a shooter. You know, mm-hmm. he plays the same style. He wants to play the same style of hockey as Panarin, which so, is why, which is why, um, you know, which is why he's you know, like he's str- like like early in his career now. You see him struggling to lift pucks. You know, find corners, stuff like that, because yeah. really his strength is finding is finding your stick in open, like in tight spaces. So mm-hmm. that's his strength. I, I, I like half agree with you. I think honestly, what needs to be done, like a, a viable shakeup, would be just swap the wingers from the second line to the first line. So you, I like Lafreniere's chemistry with Panarin. Put him with Mika. They Panarin and Lafreniere can both distribute. Panarin can score. Maybe that'll jumpstart Mika. And then Trocek will be that workhorse to get Kreider going. And then you have Kako there. And I th- I Let think me. that would be the better the better move. It'll be a bigger shakeup, yeah. But I think it'll be the better move as but far as I, uh I don't see Kreider being the problem on that first line though. It's Mika. Mika's the problem on that line. Kreider's right, doing so- his job. So give him the eleven million dollar man Panarin and Lafreniere, the number one overall. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good idea, Dave. I think if you wanted to, if you wanted to make a less drastic move, than just swapping Lafreniere and Kako. But for some reason, Panarin doesn't like playing with Kako, and I don't understand why because their games are suited perfectly. I I yeah, think they're too similar. Other. Personally, because Panarin can handle the puck. He can he can stick handle like a large majority of time. So he's got good puck possession, and so does Kako. So that's his strength. So you need to you need to not have them on the same line. 
so they could both do what they do, you know, for yeah. their respective lines. Well, I mean, like Panarin, like who who did I? Uh, Mercogliano, he said he was talking about how Panarin's been pushed out of his comfort zone into being more of a shooter, more of a, a goal scorer this season. Yeah. So if he's so playing with Kako, playing with yeah. yeah, and if he's playing with Kako, he has to be that goal scorer now because Kako, you can't, you don't want to change Kako's game this early in his career. Hmm. Uh, and 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 frankly, Kako's not a finisher like Panarin could be. Like yeah. Panarin is a bona fide finisher if he ever wants to turn that on. Kako's Kako's not. So if if Kako is going to drive the possession, Panarin now has to defer to him and let him do that, and then just get into an open spot, which. Yeah, Panarin probably doesn't really want to do. Right. I don't know. I don't know, John. Am I alone here in thinking this? I feel like Brendan and, and Carlo are on the same page. I want to know what you think. I need some backup or I need you to team up with them or something. <laughs> no, I mean, I think everyone's got some really good points. I mean, I, I think about, you know, the potential that Lafreniere brings to the team, you know, compared to kind of what the expectation, like what, what was expected out of him, he's just really underperforming, right? And you need to, to kind of shift things around in order to get him to kind of get to where he needs to be, right? And I think if you could switch that around, if you can get some, you know, some better chemistry with that team, then you could see that differential between in his inability to score, you know, go go up, right? So I think, um, you know, finding that right chemistry. I think what Brendan was saying makes a lot of sense. I, I think the reason I'm, I'm I'm pushing so hard for for the Kreider Trocheck Kako line is because you know we can call it the K, we can call it, if they they stoop, if they start producing we can call them the the KTK killer line. Jesus you know, Christ! Take off off the the BTK. No, I'm gonna push back. I'm gonna I'm gonna push back against something that John just said. I don't think Lafreniere is underperforming. Uh, let's, let's, let's go over some, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about advanced analytics for oh, a second. Oh God. All right. Wake me up. Later. Uh, right. Nerd. Let's, let's, let's be nerds for a second. And let's also, let's, let's talk about the eye test, right? Cause we all watch the games, right? We'll talk about the eye test first, right? The eye test tells me that he works harder than 99% of the team. Absolutely. Absolutely. He, Lafreniere draws almost every penalty. We get. He's constantly in the mix. He's constantly getting banged around. He's working harder than the vast majority of the of the of the, the team, in my opinion. By, yeah, absolutely. That's what that's what the eye test tells me. So now let's talk about the numbers of it all, the Lafreniere numbers. Lafreniere, oh, somebody's dog is upset with me. Uh, <laughs> Uh, somebody's dog is like, fuck Lafreniere, he's a bust. Um, <laughs> uh, so the numbers say that he his shooting percentage is just a hair under uh, 10%. The average, NHL, the average NHL forward has a shooting percentage of 10 to 15% with elite forwards shooting at 20 or above. He's shooting at just under 10%. He's just, I think he's like, I think at this point, he's like a 0.6 per game, point per game player. He's like almost average. Right? And he's doing all of this with zero power play time. That's true. Zero power play time. That's true. 
also too, like how much you you guys think the success of like the Panarin uh Trocek um Lafreniere line is due to the fact they're on the second line. They're they're facing a typically facing you know the opposing team's lesser you know not top lines. Do you think that, that there's any correlation there to be had? I mean, I, I think the the matchups the matchup question goes away because Panarin's getting double shifted. Okay, right. Um, it also goes away when you're on the road. The matchup question, yeah, like you don't, you don't get have, fa- yeah. like that line's not going to get favorable matchups on the road. People aren't going to look at the roster sheet that uh, that Laviolette ha- like. We had we had the only coach in the league last year in Gerard Gallant who would look at a roster sheet and say, "Oh, that line says one next to it. I send out one with one." It's like NHL '98 line change, you know. <laughs> Who's, day, who's day one? Day one means me one, yeah. right? We had the only fucking troglodyte who keeps getting hired as a coach who would do that. Other teams are going to recognize that that line is our biggest scoring threat when mm. we're on the road, and they're going to send out. We're going to get. They're going to get the least favorable matchups on the road. So I think that's and obviously when we're at home. Lavulette is going to put all four lines. Mm. He's going to create a situation for all four lines to have the best, the most favorable matchup. Right. I I, th- I think the next step in in the analytical view of that would have you'd have to look at the the road home split of of the lines production. Yeah. Jesus, my eyes are glazing over. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm just I'm <laughs> yeah. just throwing it into the ether, you know, yeah. to yeah. to tech Let's, over there. But yeah. but Brendan, to your <laughs> point, I mean, I agree with you 100. I think Lafreniere is probably one of the top three Rangers this season. He's not on the score sheet very much. A little bit snake bitten. A lot of posts. A couple fans. But a ridiculous ooh. save in fucking in LA. Yeah, I mean, ooh, he's, oh my goodness. But Lafreniere is easily one of the better better Rangers we have all season, and it's a shame yeah. he deserves to be on the score sheet. This guy deserves yeah. to yeah, score it goals. It sucks, uh, or at least be getting needs a, to get more. At least be getting assists. Yeah, but but Carlo, do you think he needs more to be a no. better player? Or yeah, no, I, I mean, well, if, that's if the thing. He... If it's his ego. Then yeah, he should probably start scoring goals, and then that'll help him be more confident. But I think he's a little bit more mature than that. Like he sees what he's doing, he sees how he's playing, he sees how he's driving yeah. the play and of helping the team. He I, needs I, more I, points for casual fans to so casual fans will shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's the god's honest that's, truth. He needs more points so casual fans, which, if I'm being real, John, you haven't been on the show since before the season. Uh, yeah. So let me let me let me let me bring you up to speed <laughs> as to what's been okay. going on around here. Yeah. If you recall, when we got this whole thing started, I said, "Sure, fellas, I'll take on the social media aspect of this." <laughs> when I when I made I mean, that, you're such a wallflower, though. I mean, you don't say anything. Yeah. When I said <laughs> when I said on on that day, I like I truly thought in my heart of hearts that the New York Rangers had at least an average to slightly above average educated fan base. Yeah. (laughs) 
John, for the first time in my in my fandom life, yeah, I get it. I get why Islander fans hate us. I get why Devils fans hate us. I get why the league hates us. We we suck at this. Ranger fans are fucking awful. All right, so, awful. Brent, so Brent, what do you what do you recommend for all those fans out there? The fair weather fans, the shitty fans. My big my biggest what, recommendation for Ranger you... fans: learn how hockey works. Learn how the game of <laughs> hockey is played. Thank you for listening to Ranger Things made by fans for fans. Uh, <laughs> that would be my biggest piece of advice. You you do you want to know what the you want to know what the single the single the single most frequent argument I have with other Ranger fans is yeah whether Tell it's me. on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or TikTok. Here's Can I guess? here's the Can argument. Guess? Go ahead. Don't fire a lot. We we can't fire La Violette yet. No, we're not there yet. We're not there quite. Oh, yet. We're shit, getting yeah. there, but <laughs> not are, quite yeah. yet. We're, we're, I'm already starting. To, I'm already starting to see fan-made fucking memes with Chris Knobloch's record in. <laughs> oh no! Okay. In in Edmonton. So, but yeah. we're getting. So we're getting there. Here's here's the number one. Here's the number one conversation I've had over the course of the last few months. It starts like this. Pick said young ranger. Well, let's we'll start with Kako. Kako's a bust, mm. not going anywhere. Lafreniere's a bust, worst number one overall pick ever. Lately, it's Keandre Miller. When they're not, yeah, they're going when they're not saying, when when they're not saying disgusting things about his skin color, they're saying disgusting things about his like the way he plays hockey, right? Because he's in a slump. So they all suck. Well, these three guys, they suck at hockey. They're awful. Zach Jones, not an NHL caliber player. Right, that'll be what ha- that that'll be the first breath. Then they breathe in, and then the second exhale. Let's trade them for Tarasenko and this superstar <laughs> and that superstar. On what planet can you t- let's live in your world and say Kako <laughs> is a dog shit hockey player? Yeah, straight up for McDavid. Straight up. Yeah, let, let's yeah, let's let's trade our dog shit hockey players straight up for Leon Dreisaitl. <laughs> Who's taking the dead weight off of our hands? Just because you live in fucking New York Yankee land in your head. <laughs> and everybody's always coming to New York. Yeah. Well, not you anymore. Know, They're all th- going to LA. This is the number the one the number one conversation I have with Ranger fans. We so, so, let me ask you a question though. How many new listeners have you gotten in these arguments? <laughs> it, it, we are increasing our listenership every week. I'll say that. Honestly, I think the only honestly, I think the only fan base that I engage with that that might be worse than ours is Toronto, not Carolina. Well, Carolina's that there's the, the 38 of them don't count. <laughs> okay, okay, but yeah, Toronto. I the problem with Toronto, and I because they are the Yankees of the NHL, and yeah. so they have the biggest fan base of idiots and hockey media. Any non localized hockey media focuses so heavily on Toronto that they just they feel it's. It's like a 36-7 news cycle for them. Like they are completely bathing mm-hmm. in Toronto news. Sad. Sad and they're bad. 
they're bad at hockey, which is great. Yeah, that that is always a fun look. And we just get to sit back and watch fucking Paul Bizonette cry about it. <laughs> no, he'll don't worry. When they're bad, he'll just say, "I knew they were bad," and then he'll jump on some motherfucking bandwagon. Like, yeah, it sucks. All right, let's let's brighten the mood a bit, please. Philip Philip Heedle. Phil he's, he's flying back to New York. He's coming home. What? He went home. Yeah. And now he's coming back home. He's he's headed Bro, he back went, to he New York. He went to fucking he went to Europe, did mad squats. Did Dude, mad he just, kettlebell. Just swings. skating with Yager. He's like, hey, wait, you're gonna wear a weighted vest every day for the rest of your life. Okay. I'm not you sure got on how a... <laughs> I'm not sure how just going to Europe and lifting mad weights helps with the concussion, but apparently it does. It just helped center him. I mean, imagine you're sitting there and Yarmir Yager's just, he's just talking the concussion problems out of his head. I think so. I think that's what it is. And he's, you know, they got buco strange while they're out there. Yeah. You uh-huh. know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody on X was like, was somebody on X, like, I, I hate calling it X. I'm going to call it Twitter. Somebody on Twitter <laughs> re- retweeted it and was like, was like, this is awesome. Um, Heedle is like, Heedle took the time to like take a picture with some fans, and it's it's <laughs> Yager, it's Yager yeah. and I and I don't know who else. Uh, and I at first I thought they were I thought at first I thought they were being you know I thought it was I thought it was satire. I thought they were being satirical, and I was like ha 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 ha. You know it'd be funny. I bet I, I bet Yamir is a fan, and they were like Yamir question mark and I was like oh. My sweet angel. Oh, boy. Oh boy. My sweet little babies. Golly. My sweet, sweet little Gen Z babies. <laughs> That's depressing. Well, I was but trying to lighten the mood. Time period that he has to be out off the ice. Is there? Is there like a? Or is it just based on like medical treatment decision? Yeah. So he he's cleared any time constraints. So now it's just his overall his health and when the team feels. Like they want to move so forward. Now, here's the question. Let's say let's say Philip is ready to come back manana. Do we actually bring him back? No. Or do we Tampa Bay this? Like are we too are we no. are we not far along in the season enough to Tampa Bay this? I mean we're, we have... we're not far yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Dave. You know, you go, you go. All right, we're not far enough along. <laughs> and yeah. I think so we got to bring him back. So we got to bring him back. No, no, so we bring him back after the All-Star break. Give him that well, little bit of extra time and and well, and I'm, I'm, you know, obviously well, he's coming obviously home, that. but we don't know when he's playing. We don't know when he's playing. What I'm right. saying, now, let's let's say let's say he's able to come back March 1. Right? Which is realistic. Right, no, or maybe mid February. Do you even bring him back for the regular season, or do you use that cap space and try to bring in somebody else and then bring him back, bring him back for the postseason? I mean, we have a th- we have a center problem. We have a we, and so if we don't bring him back, we have to solve that problem. Yes, right. Right, so he is a solution to that problem, potentially. Or yeah, we could 
put him on the shelf and then use that salary to pick up a center. But I'm not seeing a lot of options that are really viable. Yeah. So and there's it's like, just all right. nobody out there that I could think of that we could bring in at three C, who then could slide over to the wing. Right. When he comes back. Well, Boone Jenner, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. But that, I mean, Columbus will be sellers. But no, but I, I but reality, the reality is like once he's healthy, the rain, they, they're going to, they'll, they'll slow, they're not going to rush him out, but they, they're going to definitely like play him this season. I don't think, I don't think they, yeah. Try to pull any circumvention. It, 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 yeah. As long as he's medically cleared and he feels like he can play and compete, it's better to get him in the lineup sooner before playoffs start than later. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we see him, we're going to see him in like early March. That's my guess. Get him out here. Get him skating. Non-contact. I just hope he, I, I just weeks. worry. I worry about him. I worry about his. Yeah. I just worry about his body. It's his frail little body. <laughs> little Fielda. Come eat yeah. more potatoes. That's my uh that's my Czechoslovakian is that, accent. Is that grandma is that grandma Heedle? That's it's grandma. Another off season episode. Yeah. I, I'm One making you potato. Heedles. Yeah. Yeah. I can make we, these we jokes. Got... I'm Czechoslovakian as well. I can I can make those jokes. So don't don't that's, cancel that's me. <laughs> They gotta get uh, they gotta get Roach's uh, grandma at Inoteca for a little uh, Inoteca Maria for a little fucking oh. guest spot. I would fucking eat the <laughs> shit out of that, bro. I'm not going right, to now, Inoteca for fucking chicken parm. Sorry, <laughs> I'm not what, doing what that. If it's the, what if it's the best chicken parm you ever had? You could hold it up to the light and you could see through it. You could see the lotto numbers on the wall. <laughs> I make a good chicken parm. All right, bro, why you did do. you just turn yeah. into fucking big puppy p- pussy Pompancero? What happened? Who, me? Who, me? No, Dave. You can Dave, see the oh, fucking okay. lotto numbers on the wall. I don't know. Uh, it's just, it comes out of me. It's it, This is this is the, the nature versus nurture uh, argument right here, because I'm yeah. definitely not, uh, by nature, Italian. I'm definitely through nurturing yeah. and, and living on Staten Island. <laughs> the doctor says that he's no good for my lower back. <laughs> yeah, Dave, you got you want good prosciutto there, I see you get a little taste. <laughs> You got to go to Pepino's in Bay Ridge. That that Parmesan is spectacular. Oh, well, that sounds good. I ju- I just uh I was coming back today from an interview in Queens, and um I went to this place called Compton's, and they got a few of them around Queens, and they had a spicy chicken palm hero on garlic bread. They put a little Mike's hot honey in there, but you don't taste the hot the like the the, the soap. It just brings like, it just t- brings out the yeah. Miss me with that. Yep. Honestly, it is sacrilege. It was fucking awesome, dude. It was it was such a treat to eat. My grandmother would smack the teeth clear out of your fucking mouth <laughs> if you were like if you were like, "Hey, Angela, you want me to put some hot honey on these fucking chicken cutlets?" Brendan, wasn't that your nickname in high school? Hot, hot honey? honey, yeah. <laughs> hot, hot 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 honey on chicken cutlets was my nickname in high school. <laughs> You wore those shorts that day. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, Brendan, speaking speaking of you in shorts, you're in, Calif- you're in California right now. I am. I am in uh, 
sunny San Jose, California, yeah. for the game tomorrow night. And I got to tell you, fellas, it is. It is. All right. It is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were, we were, uh, we got some, uh, we got off the plane and got our rent a car. We were sort of driving around trying to, trying to catch a vibe from the city of San Jose and it's like carjackings and it's it's definitely uh it's definitely no you know carlo if like if it was the hood then at least it would be something right like it's not it's not even the hood it's just nothing it's just it's just nothing it's just nothing it's just did did, did you know the way to san jose because i've been away so long i'm not i'm sorry that Archaic references, music references. Sorry. So are you going to win tonight? No. Well, me. I don't know. We'll see how much the tickets are. Once we once we're done recording, I'll jump on uh, game time and see how much the tickets are. They're playing the Kings. The Sharks are playing the Kings tonight. And if I can Yo, get in for, I could probably get in for like twenty bucks a ticket. Brennan, you got to stop plugging all these other fucking things and apps and stuff like that. We ain't getting paid shit from these people. Dude. Oh yeah, you, you, you true, you true. Bleep that out, Carlo. Oh, Fuck yeah. you, game time. No, no, I'm, I want to give them a taste. They get a taste. They get a taste <laughs> of the Ranger things. That we don't yeah, do it so, again. Uh, we we uh, just let me just tell you how my 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 day in San Jose went. Uh, <laughs> the you know we we landed. It was a nice flight, only an hour and twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Got our rent a car. Tried to uh, find something to eat. The only thing, like, near the downtown area we were able to find was, like, this shopping plaza with, like, a Target and, like, a BJ's and a Chili's and, like, a Wendy's. So I figured, I'm in the Southwest. Let me get some (laughs) traditional Southwestern fare. And you know they did. They do say that the that Chili's is the new golf course. Oh, really? Where business gets done. You know. Who says that? So, Michael Scott. <laughs> if you know, you know. So, so you you're not you're not so impressed with the city of San Jose. No, nah, yeah, we drove. You we know, drove around like I guess like the. We drove around, I guess, the most hipster area of it, and I don't know. It's just, you know what? I mean? It just needs like a coat of paint. The whole city needs a coat of paint. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's technically a suburb of San Francisco, right? Uh, it's like well, yeah, it's like an hour. It's like an hour and a half away from San Francisco. Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, it's closer to like Chula Vista. It's 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 like it's right outside of the Silicon Valley. Right. You know, so it's the south uh-huh. side of the bay, where San Francisco's oh, okay. yeah, the north side of the Bay Area. Uh, Hence you know, it's the not like it's nice. It's just not like there's there's just I don't know. It's like Des Moines. There's just it's yeah. just here. It's just here. Well, I'm curious how the game goes. Like not not the gameplay, but like the actual the stadium experience. I'm hoping it's yeah. I mean, this is like nice. this is a, a building I've been looking at like cross off my list for a while the shark tank i mean you get to watch uh, them skate out of a shark's mouth that's pretty cool yeah and what's nice. like 
What's weird is we drove by the we drove by S and P and it kind of looks like a fucking aquarium. Like it looks <laughs> like not, not so much an aquarium. Like it looks like um like imagine if we were in a Batman movie and the villain was keeping sharks in some sort of industrial <laughs> giant okay. tank. <laughs> like that's what that's what the building looks like. That's exactly it's, what the architects were going for. Actually. Yeah. Just dystopian. <laughs> dystopian shark tank. Okay. Dystopian aquarium. So I, I watched me aquarium and shark tank. Yeah. So So I was watching, you know, I, I, I creeps it creeped the uh the Ranger Things Twitter every once in a while. And I saw the videos you posted driving around. Mm-hmm. And like were you trying to make it look like the saddest place on earth? Or is no, it I just, just capturing the truest the truest essence? Yeah, I was just capturing the truest essence. <laughs> okay. It's just big. I just stuck my phone out the window as I drove past things. <laughs> that chili, so, it's a new chili zone. It's an updated chilies. Yeah. So, that's yeah. so how many Ranger fans are going to be at the game tomorrow? You think? Tons, probably. Hopefully, tons. I hope. I really hope. I hope there's a lot of fans there. I hope there's a lot of people there, just in general, because it's Where a really seats? like I don't. I don't want to be in that area if there's not a lot of people there. <laughs> it's gonna turn into candy man um yeah. so, so where are your seats uh section 127 i think like row 10 oh nice i don't know yeah. what that is it sounds like it's pretty good yeah it's good probably it's really good. lower bowl yeah lower bowl like sort of corner so i'll be like um like Right on the blue line. Okay. It's pretty good. Well, like, I, I forget the section. I think it's 127 to 117 is the section. And then, uh, yeah, I'm, like, right on the blue line. Like, corner of the rink, row 10. They were dirt cheap on an app who I will not plug. Before <laughs> I got them. So speaking of going yeah. to games, I, I have a question to ask you guys. I'm going to Cleveland Monsters versus Hartford Wolfpack on Saturday. I'm a Cleveland Monsters fan. I'm also, you know, as a result of being a Rangers fan, a Hartford Wolfpack fan. My plan was to wear a Rangers jersey to the game. But I find out mm. it's I'm from Cleveland tonight. So they're gonna hand out a, it's like a big Cleveland Pride night, um, and it's not a rowdy crowd ever. But I have like really great seats right behind the Wolfpack uh, bench. Do I go Monsters jersey, Rangers jersey, or just go completely neutral? Who's going to the game? Uh it's me and a friend of mine, Chris. Okay, so you're not taking the children to the game. No, no, I don't take children okay. to night games. This is what you do, and don't listen to Brendan. He's probably going to give you bad advice because okay. he's the, he's the ultimate instigator. Wear a Rangers <laughs> shirt, wear your Monsters jersey, get the free swag, take the jersey off. Well, I always have the Rangers hat. This is just like my normal hat, so I'll wear the Rangers. Okay, hat. 
So then, yeah, yeah, that's I, a good compromise. But yeah, I'll pro- I'm gonna get the swag anyway. That goes. Okay. Give it to yeah, you can wear a jacket over your jersey. <laughs> wear jackets. I have a vest. I have I have a vest. I wear to games. Um, but yeah, I think I don't want. I want to like talk to Othman or like, hey guy, because I'm right behind the bench. I'm like, hey guy, listen, great, great cup of coffee. Looking forward to seeing you again. Get exchange numbers. Maybe invite him over for chicken parm. <laughs> Okay. I'll, t- I'll tell him. You can see the lotto numbers right through this chicken yeah. <laughs> Just start throwing fucking meatballs over the glass yeah. at him. But if he sees me in a monster's jersey, he's like, oh, this guy's fucking with me. Yeah, and this guy's a fucking bozo from Cleveland. But, but if I, I, wear, but if I wear a point, I think you wear the jersey, the Cleveland monster jersey, you wear your Rangers hat, and you call it a day. Just split it 50 50. I yeah. think so. Yeah, I think you wear your Monsters jersey, and then the second the Wolfpack go up by a goal, you tear the Monsters jersey off, and you've got a Rangers jersey on underneath, and you start fucking DXing the whole crowd. You know what? Yeah, I, I take that back, Brendan. You have great <laughs> advice. That, that's that's great. That's amazing. Like aggressively DX, like. Like it's like, 1997. Remember when it was 1997 and doing this to each other was like the illest fucking just, ah. And totally Teachers. acceptable. Totally acceptable. Yeah, totally acceptable. Like you can just sexually assault anybody you want. <laughs> no, I saw it on wrestling. By the way, we got to give a shout out to Mr. Jet Greaves from the Cleveland Monsters. Jack Green is an excellent out. goalie. Excellent goalie. Who will Relative get, who will of get a, a look. fan of, the Ac- game, of, the, of you guys, of your podcast. What? What? Shout out to Earl. Wait, who? Wait, hold on. What? So, who? Our, our great fan, friend of the, friend of the, a friend of the podcast, uh, Earl. Friend of friend to friend us. It's friend yeah, of you guys. Friend of us. Life, life. Uh, I don't know why yeah. I'm like. Yeah, I can't lifelong talk right fan, now, but... Uh, lifelong fan of us and the podcast. <laughs> Earl. <laughs> Earl, also known as Jason, uh, of Flatbush, Brooklyn. East, East Flatbush, Brooklyn. Uh, What's his address? Big, uh, <laughs> his address. 718. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's uh, he's his cousins to uh, Jack Greaves, the... Uh, was it backup goalie or the goalie? No, he's, the, a, he's a starter, Oh, he's a starter. Yeah, he'll get a he'll get a look if they ever trade Merzlingus in Columbus. Yep. So uh big big fan and uh we gotta get him on the on the podcast too. So gotta, Earl? Earl, if you're listening, get him on. J- John's oh, running oh, wait, our Earl, wait, wait, can we them both on at the same time? So this this is a good time to announce the fourth member of the podcast. John is our uh, no John uh, no Earl. Earl's the fourth member of the podcast. Yeah, oh no, Earl. sorry, John. Okay. John's just got the finder's fee. Earl is the true fourth member of the podcast. He's going to be our talent scout and uh, our connection to to the NHL gotta, adjacent and AHL people. We got Earl, Earl on, could actually follow the puck on the a puck on the ice. We got to get Earl on. And talk <laughs> he just about can't him. see the puck. That's what he says. Jesus Christ! We got to get him on. We gotta get him on just to talk about his uh, his experiences on fucking Carmen San Diego. That would be fun. Uh, we'll save it for the off season though. Yeah. Oh yeah. But that would be really good. Have you you guys watched that episode of Carmen San Diego, right? No. 
It's good. Oh, it's good. It's good. All right. All right. We're, 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 we're hitting the wall here with time. John, here's two things I wanted you to do. This is like when I knew you were coming on the show. Yep. These are the first two things I wanted you to do. First of all, in, back in August, uh, we all made, the three of us made a bet about divisional picks. I'm not going to get into what those divisional picks are. I'll put the link on the, on the, on the show notes. But we have not decided what the stakes are. And since you're deeply involved in our betting as a podcast, because yep. you're in the fantasy league, what do you think the stakes of that bet should be? Um, so the winner of said contest should get a stake. Another stake? Which is another stake dinner. Steak. I'm already getting a steak from Dave. Let's... Oh, okay. What about what about chick- uh, chicken parm? <laughs> That's actually the 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 wait. Because if I win this, I don't want the. Actually, Brendan can cook the chicken parm. But what am I gonna do? I'm gonna bring a fucking chicken parm hero to to yes. fucking Seoul in Ohio. You, 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 pack, yes. you pack it in dry ice and ship it. What do you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, let's see. I don't know if you guys don't want to do food. Um, uh, I don't know. I still think steak is good. You could because that you could ship. You could ship steak. Uh, what about what's your favorite drink, Carlo? What do you like? Whiskey, bourbon, gin, 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 gin. All right. So a bottle of gin for the winner. A, well, why is it just no? How about a bottle for the winner? Yeah, I don't drink. What is what the fuck? This is bullshit. What are we gonna do? Give me a Corey Perry snapple. over here does a drink. <laughs> <laughs> when you don't drink, Brendan. I quit drinking like fucking eighteen months ago, friend. <laughs> right, so, uh, when's the last time I seen you, man? It's been, Remember that time we went out years. to Jersey City or whatever? Um, I don't know. I guess I <laughs> was sticking with steak. Winner gets steak. How about like, winner gets a box of Omaha steaks paid for by Omaha the two losers? Steaks. Jesus Christ! And now this is <laughs> remind me. This is uh, whoever wins the how the division's gonna the divisional picks. Yeah. This, wait, wait, not the fantasy. No not fantasy. The fantasy. There's no well, there's no stakes in the fantasy. Oh, okay, okay. That's just literally or figuratively. So so <laughs> yeah. Now, so this is just me and Brendan's bet then that we're talking about. No 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 no. This is no. We haven't gotten to that yet. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. We, Sorry. That same episode, back in August, we all made our predictions. We each got a division in the NHL, and we predicted oh. how they would come out. And then the tiebreaker was the Metro division, how that would shake. Okay, mm-hmm. that's right. So, the, my bad, I should have prefaced. So, what's, is this going to so, be who comes the closest? So, whoever is the most accurate wins and i took a sneak peek today we're all fuck fucking losing <laughs> this season is completely upside down based on what we thought coming into it um so it'll be down to the wire great love that love that well, for me yeah. <laughs> what's the what what's the what's the margin though who's who's slightly ahead or who's slightly behind let's see Do you I'll know or offhand if not don't worry about it no no it's not a big deal i'll put up I could check the show notes and, and no, I'll play. tell you right now. Um, the divisional picks. So 
I had the Central. I had Colorado, Minnesota, Nashville, and then Dallas. Um, Brendan had the Pacific. He had Edmonton, Vegas, Los Angeles, and then Seattle. Dave, you had the Atlantic with Toronto, Tampa Bay, Florida, and Buffalo. Um, so that's the bet. Wow, I did not even have Vancouver in the top four. No. Who would have? <laughs> I, Who would have? I didn't have Boston. Wow. In- <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> um, the tiebreaker, uh, I think... I think Dave might be the might have a tiebreaker if there's a tie. Dave, you had the Rangers, Carolina, Jersey, then the Islanders. Um, I uh, Brendan, you had Jersey, Rangers, Carolina, Islanders, and I had Rangers, Jersey, Carolina, Islanders. So our tie, wow. if we, Brendan, if you and I are in a tie, we're gonna tie again, and then we just make Dave buy us stakes. Fucking scumbag! Dave's just buying. <laughs> I'm already getting stakes. Dave's just buying, buying stakes. Yeah, I'm just gonna buy everybody in the podcast stakes. It's fucking and Earl. And John and Earl's cousin included. Wait, hey, hey, whoa, hey. <laughs> hey um, I'll, I'll take Earl of Pepinos. Get some chicken palm. Oh, man, Pepinos, Pepinos is, so is good, fucking man. good. Pepinos is good. Yeah. Pepinos is the last restaurant I ate at before I moved to the West Coast. Where, where in Bay Ridge is that? Third Avenue on like 78, 77. Oh, Around okay. That, yeah. All right. There's one in Park Slope, too. Nah. Bay Ridge right. is a lot Very, closer. I take really good though. Bay Ridge is way closer. All right. Well, let's 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 start winding down here. Four. We're gonna do our four stars of the week. Okay. Because we have four people here. Uh, John, you're our guest. Who's your star of the week? Which uh, Ranger player is a star for you? And I'm doing this. I mean, I'm I'm always gonna you know Kreider is my man. I love Kreider. I mean, he came out big last game, so mm-hmm. I'll say Kreider. All right, Kreider. Uh, Brendan. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the kid. I'm gonna go with the child, William Cooley. Oh, as my star of the week in this league. Uh, I think he uh, he single handedly won that Ducks game, and when they go on a fucking tear after that Ducks game, we're gonna look back on it and be like, William Cooley is the Jesus to the what turned into. The yeah. Christianity that is the New York Rangers season. <laughs> I we got there. That's good. All right. Yeah. So welcome. Cool. Okay. Dave. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Roach Dog, Jesse James, Vinny Trocheck. <laughs> he's been he's been the the perennial uh you know, kind of even keeled. He's he's just the motor. He just keeps going. He does what Vinny, he does. Why you finish every your game pasta, in <laughs> I mean, he he needs he needs to build up those glycogen levels in in his muscles so they don't break down as fast. He doesn't get tired, you know. So that pasta is definitely helping him. He's 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 a force. Right? Yeah. I went with Trocheck I went with Trocheck too. He's the best Ranger of the past two months, hands down, consistent. Yeah. Um, it's just a no brainer in my. And opinion. he's actually the he's an all star. Right, so and he's an all star. Yeah, hey right. now, hey he's, now, he's, he's an all star. He's, 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 he's a made man. He's a made man. He's a made man. Hey Vinny, hey Vinny, why why you pick out all the onions in my sauce? <laughs> Grandma, sh- Grandma, I don't gotta listen to you no more. Grandma, I'm a grown man. <laughs> Cook the sauce. And shut up. All right. Um, 
Fraud of the week. Who's the fraud of the week? All right, uh, John, you, we're going to give you a break on this, but listen yeah, to everyone yeah. else's answers. And then, Brendan, who's your... Actually, Dave, who's your fraud of the week? My fraud of the week... We we're not just doing specifically range uh, like the Rangers team or no, it's just anything chicken. anything in the world. It anything could be, you want. It could be paper thin chicken parm if you want. <laughs> the fraud of the week. I don't know uh, I, the Rangers for losing how they did against <laughs> Vegas and 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 uh, and the Kings. They they they, they look like they look soft, and yeah. and yeah, they they're still they're still my frauds two two weeks running. Two weeks running frauds. Uh, Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong, Rags. My 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 fraud of the week, Toronto. Uh, <laughs> they just they suck. They're just not good. Uh, you can't score your way into a parade. You just can't do it. Do <laughs> um, it. So, Brendan, I'm saving you for last because I'm expecting good things from this. So, John, okay. you you get the trend here. You. The fraud of the week. Who's your fraud? It could be anything. I think. I think Carlo. It's. It's maybe. Uh, it hasn't happened yet. But when you go to the, the Cleveland game and you're not wearing, a Rangers jersey, you I'm may the be the, the fraud. <laughs> wow. I'll take it. Wow. I'll wow. take it. I'll take it. Wow. That's good. Okay. All right. Wow. Okay. It's first. All right, Brendan. Who's your fraud of the week? My fraud of the week. I'm gonna go off board here. Go oh, a little shit. bit off board. My fraud of the week for the first time in decades. The Buffalo Bills. Oh, my no. fraud of the week. Right, wide right again. Laces out, Fuck. man. Laces out. Finkel Einhorn. Einhorn Finkel. <laughs> This is what they dug the fucking stadium out of 90 feet of snow for? Bro, they were throwing themselves into it. Again? <laughs> it was like Temple of Doom shit. They were thro- Boston citizens, oh. were th- Buffalo citizens, were oh, throwing themselves God. into this pit. And it to had win. to be to that fucking P.I. I hate the Kansas City Chiefs. Ugh, I, hope Lam- I hope Lamar Jackson does the most embarrassing things to them this, this coming weekend. I hope it's so embarrassing that the Chiefs decide to not be a football team anymore. They decide to just close their doors. Just tear the stadium down. I hope Lamar Jackson scores 15 touchdowns on the, on the Chiefs defense. That'd be sick. Well, that's that, it for sorry, this week. That's my Thank- week. <laughs> okay. Uh- <laughs> well, that's it for this week. Thank you all for listening. Remember, visit rangerthingspodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube, or send us an email, contact at rangerthingspodcast.com. For John Baruso. Good night, everybody. Dave Pacheco. Avita Zane, Ranger fans. Brendan Lyons. I'm assuming he said my name, so good night, everybody. <laughs> that was perfect timing. You, I nailed it. I'm Carlo Montagnino. See you all. God, hold on. I'm getting this clip up. See you all next week.